All right, we're on. Welcome back to the 9 to 5 to Rich audio blog. This is Josh again uh, with another episode for the 9 to 5 to Rich podcast. Right now is a perfect time for me to record. Um, The wife and kids are gone. You know, it's the middle of the day. Uh, My wife went to go meet up with with a new friend. So they're having a picnic with the kids or whatnot. Oh, man. So... Right now is a pretty good time, pretty good time to record. Um, man, you know, have a lot to share, but I'm going to try to keep it um, short and brief. And uh, let's get let's get into it. So today we're going to talk about the um, the business results, the business income results for the month of June. And this is going to be kind of, um, let's see, kind of like a part, uh, a two part series. So my plan is to have just like the income report for the most part and also some updates um, for what's been going on in the business for June. And then the next episode, uh, we'll have like I'll have like an anniversary type um, episode. So I couldn't do it the way I wanted to do it originally because I've been super busy trying to keep things afloat. Um, And yeah, yeah. So pretty much um, let's let's try to do it like that. All right, so pretty much where I left off um, from the last recording was, you know, um, I was foreseeing a dip, a dip in business, a dip in numbers, a dip in income. I was foreseeing it because um, I wasn't doing what I was or what I should have been doing um, while things were going good, right, while things were going well. And that thing was sourcing constantly sourcing you know sourcing for new products um and now i you know now that i'm pretty much 100 percent wholesale uh and in, in this case you're i should should have been sourcing sourcing for new products and um contact contacting more um companies to open wholesale accounts with uh that have profitable products so um yeah yeah, that that uh, took a real, real dip and kind of, in a way, started from the bottom almost um, because I had no uh, I had no inventory um, for the most part. I still had some some inventory from the uh, one of the big one of the big uh, uh, closeouts um, that I did back in January and I think it was March, uh, still have some inventory that's going pretty strong. Um, you know, yeah, it's, I have some inventory that's still selling. Uh, it's going pretty strong. So that kind of helped in terms of the uh, return on investment because I'm making a lot, um, a lot more money back than I put in on those particular units. So that helped me afloat. And I also got uh, a few things, um, you know, got some, got a, got a few things in FBA that kind of kept things afloat too. So, um, let's, let's get into the income report, the profit and loss statement, and then I'll actually kind of talk about what I've been doing, you know? So, um, let's do it. Let me pull that up right now. So I got my inventory lab. I use inventory lab for all this stuff. So it's pretty solid. So, uh, top line, top line revenue. Um, 
$4,672.29. So $4,672.29. You know, big, huge dip from, you know, the previous previous months. And um, let's go further down on the profit and loss statement. All right. Um, so cost of goods sold, $736. So if you've been listening, you know what cost of goods sold are. Uh, so $736. Amazon fees, um, Amazon referral fees, $702. Uh, FBA fulfillment fee five hundred dollars. Um, let's see anything else interesting on the profit and loss statement. Mm, anything that I had to do out of the ordinary that I usually don't do. No, the answer is no. All right, cool. Um, so. On $4,672, I made a profit of $1,955. And that's, I'm, I'm actually not, I'm actually not, not mad at that. That's pretty good. Um, you know, giving that the, uh, that's almost 75% of my gross sales, you know, if I'm doing the math correctly in my head. And like I said, these aren't, these aren't average numbers. These aren't like, the average wholesaler is going to do numbers like this. Like I said, I had, you know, I bought some closeout items. If you, you heard me talk about it last episode where, you know, I'm buying, I bought a bunch of things for five, 10 bucks, eight bucks, four bucks. And, you know, I sell it for upwards of $168. So, um, that was a, yeah, that was my biggest deal. Probably, probably would be my biggest deal ever, but, uh, we'll see. Um, but, those things kind of helped me afloat and I still have some of those products that are still selling right now. And, and, and I still haven't, um, posted, uh, or created listings for a number of the SKUs, all of them pretty much. Um, haven't did that. And, um, man, it's just like on my mind too. It's just like, man, you got to do it. And, and, and I'm, I'm finally feeling the push <laughs> today. I might get something up there. Like, for example, I have a, um, I have a product that came from the closeout. Uh, I have six units of them. It is a compact. It's a compact version of what I don't have anymore that I bought from the uh, closeout. Um, I bought them like the, the the regular size one. I bought, I think, was um, eight bucks. I bought like the first batch, uh, maybe like twenty or seventeen for eight bucks back in January, and then in March. They uh, they sold maybe about 20 or 20 or 30 more to me at five bucks. So I got them at five bucks and, I, you know, I, I sold them at the beginning for for, I don't know, 70, bu- 70 bucks. And then I got to the point where I sold maybe the last 20 or 30 for one hundred nineteen dollars. Um, and if I knew if I, if I could if I knew I could sell them for one hundred nineteen dollars, I would have sold them all for one hundred nineteen. But I was just like, oh, let me try this. Let me raise the price and see what happens. Raise the price, see what happens. Every time I raise rose the price, it um it's it's sold, and they sell. I probably was selling about if I had full stock in a full month, um they can sell upwards of twenty. I could sell upwards of twenty units. Uh, so it's a very hot product. Um, but now I have a compact version. This is the one, it has the most profit potential. That's why I'm, I'm thinking of putting that one up on Amazon, cre- creating the listing and putting that one up on Amazon first. 
um, because it has the highest potential. I have six of them. I bought these, the compact versions, also for five dollars. And the compact, the compact, are, you know, they're they're cuter, or whatever, you know. So I, I think it has very um, uh, high potential for being sold. Um, and you know, now that I think about it, I actually at one point I did try to create the listing, and I ran into some a, a brick wall, and then I just stopped and went on to do something else. So I um, I need to go back and um, go back where I left off, and I know what I can do differently. There's, the problem was I couldn't, uh, when I put the brand name in on Amazon for creating the listing, it told me I couldn't create listings for that brand. But um, but what I've been seeing is I've been seeing some listings where the brand, um, uh, the, the, the brand is initialed. So I was like, I, you know, I was like, at first, I was thinking like, well, why, why is that so? You know, when I when I first saw that, you know, doing my normal, you know, doing business, you know, and, and just seeing stuff, right? So, um, I thought, okay, let me just do that, and maybe that'll get me over that brick wall in terms of being able to create the listing. So, but um, I did that actually maybe a couple of months ago, and I uh, ran into a brick wall and never never got back to it. So, um, yeah. So let me. I want to go and go back and do that. I have six of them. I could probably sell these for maybe one hundred twenty six. 130 bucks, uh, possibly even 140, but I'll, I'll test it at 100 and um, 126.95, and like I said, my cost is five dollars. So you're looking at um, probably after fees and everything like that, almost 100 dollars in profit on each one. And you know, um, so so those those things are helping me out. You know, I have, I have many products like that. Um, that are still selling. That are finally picking up. You know, they weren't they weren't selling previously, but they're starting to pick up. Um, so I'm seeing some, some, some real, from some fairly good numbers, uh, doing that. And yeah, you know, those, those products are, are, are keeping me afloat. And actually I'm, I need to contact that distributor who sold me that because we've been in contact and he hasn't been, he hasn't been responding back to my emails. Uh, he responded back to me maybe two months ago or a month and a half ago saying that, Hey, you know, you, you know, we have some closeout stuff. You want to take a look at it? And I said, yeah, sure. Hell yeah. I want to take a look at that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, but I, I've been, I'm emailed him once a week for two weeks about it and no hit back. So, you know, it's, it's no big deal. You know, it's something to happen. It'll happen. I'll, you know, he knows who I am. He knows, you know, he knows I'm going to buy from him, you know? So, um, and if, if something does come up, you know, my name is, you know, he knows my name, you know, so um, I could probably just reach out to him maybe, you know, once a month or so. Just, you know, I'm not trying to bug anybody, but, um, you know, it, it, it'll happen. If it's going to happen, it's, it, it will happen. So, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, I, I don't I'm not in competition with anyone. So I'm not trying to, you know, uh, call him every day and try to see what's going on. So because um, who knows what else he has for me and that can do numbers the way. I'm doing what I, I did with these previous products. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty solid. To almost two grand on a, um, almost, uh, almost five grand, almost five grand, um, gross revenue. It's pretty solid, pretty, pretty solid. So I think that's what, like 40% almost, uh, not 75. Like I said, maybe like 40% just trying to do math in my head, but, um, yeah, you know, nothing else is too interesting on the P and L statement. You know, um, I'm just let me just double check and anything else stands out. Mm, yeah, nothing. It's just normal stuff, you know, storage fees, you know, um, advertising like I've been doing pay per click. And that, oh, that's all that also has helped too. doing pay per click. It helped a little bit um, in terms of my sales. 
And because, you know, I did pay per click on the on the closeout items. So, you know, I'm paying like for example, I paid fifteen dollars um in, in, in advertising and pay per click advertising on Amazon. Um, but my sales are like, you know, as a percentage of as a percentage of sales, it's like six sixteen percent, ten percent, you know, and my profit is like incredible. So, you know, why not advertise them, right? So just just to get the sales moving. It 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 only makes sense, you know. So, um, actually, you know, my cost of advertising—I I said sixteen dollars. Now I was reading the wrong line. It's sixty dollars total. So, and I and I did like, I don't know, two a thousand or two thousand in sales or something like that based on, um, based on those uh pay per clicks, uh, advertising. All right, I'm just scrolling down here a little bit. Let me just try to just look in between the P and L statement, see if there's anything else that I'm missing. Um, refunds, refunds was five hundred dollars. Yeah. So out of that gross, out of that gross 4,600, I had uh, refunds of 500. Yeah. So, so, so my, the, the, the way the, I, I don't read it this way when I do the income statement, I just go, I go top line and then I just kind of, you know, move around to the expense column, but the income column, there's actually a few things in there, you know, um, there's, there's sales and then there's, uh, there's other lines that are plus or minus like refunds are obviously, obviously minus reimbursements are pluses, uh, shipping credit refunds. Those are minuses, promotional rebates. Those are minuses. So my net, my net income for on Amazon net top line income, uh, not net top line income, but net income was four thousand two hundred seventeen. Um, so when you do it that way, and then you get my profit, which was two thousand, now it looks more like fifty percent. You know, my profit was fifty percent of my net income um, in the income column, right? All right, so that's 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 damn good. It's not normal. It's not something I'm. You know, that's that's not something that's going to be moving forward, you know, um, but because I have had had items that, you know, I sold for 20 to 30 times more than my cost. Uh, it's pretty solid. So. All right. So. Um, just don't want to miss anything. All right. You know, I'm, I'm done with the P&L statement. Let's get done with it. Let's be done with it. Uh, let me make sure I'm still recording. All right, cool. Everything's still recording, going good. All right, so, you know, I had to pretty much start from the bottom. June was building the business again, you know, um, because, like I said, I've been spending a lot of time in doing a lot of different other things that weren't related to sourcing uh, for those months that I've been doing those very high numbers. Um, pretty much what I was doing, I was kind of uh, being... Um, very busy with finding the products, the current products that I was looking for. So it's not really, I don't, I don't really see it as a bad thing per se. I'm, I'm sure there was a percentage of my time that I should have been, um, you know, focused on growing and, you know, looking towards what happens next. But most of it, that's, that's a small portion, but most of the time I was actually running the business, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Running the business. Um, so, um, you know, buying stuff, packaging, uh, packing and prepping stuff, sending it to Amazon, um, um, you know, making sure all my money is where it's supposed to be, um, all that kind of good stuff. Now, the great thing is, the great thing about the last maybe, what, three, three four months is, um, um, I mentioned this in many podcasts ago, 
that um, I basically used debt to buy all of it. I, I, I used credit cards to buy everything. Um, I, I, I just I didn't have any cash of my own. So <clears throat> the first credit card I got back in October or September, no, maybe it was October. Um, that was a $19,000 limit. And I took that, I spent the whole 19 grand on Q4, uh, made all my money back, made, you know, was able to pay the card back and walked away with a, with a nice, you know, chunk, chunk of cash afterwards. Um, and then the, the second time I opened up another credit card, I was trying to get another, and this was a business, the first one was a business credit card. Um, so that's, that's always good. The second card um, that we opened, me and my, my wife, it's under, under my wife's name, um, was a personal one. We were trying to get a business credit card, but for some reason that wouldn't go through. So we got a personal credit card and that was 8500 $8, I got that 8500 because of these, uh, the opportunity that I saw in um, buying these uh, uh, pet products uh, that Amazon was no longer selling. And I was, you know, hustling, hustling and bustling, trying to find these products. And once I realized that there was a true opportunity, um, this is this is the, the the products that where I got the attorney letter from, uh, where I got where I got the attorney letter for selling those products uh, uh, back in May. Um, so so I saw the opportunity that, you know, I can spend a ton of money and make a ton of money. So, um, yeah. And that's why I put out a credit card to be able to buy all the inventory. And, and I, I, I kept using it, using it, using it. I used it, paid it off, used it, paid it off, used it, paid it off. I, I did that quite a few times. Um, when everything was said and done, after I, you know, um, after I got the letter and I returned all the products, I was able to pay off my card um, or pay off the card um, and I also been using the 19,500 limit. I was using both of them. I was, you know, really cashing it, really, really trying to buy as much stuff as I can. Um, but I was able to pay off the cards and, you know, walk away with cash. So I, um, so if, if anybody tells you it takes money to make money or uh, it's not 100% true, it does take money to make money, but it doesn't have to be your money. You know, um, and, and that's how I've been. That's how, that's how I always operate. I always operated by using other people's money. But because I come from banking um, in terms of like my profession or whatever, I wouldn't necessarily call what I did a profession. But what I did for work, uh, I worked at a bank. I, 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 I dissected the system and, um, you know, leveraged my knowledge to acquire bank money. Now, there's other types of money you can get that, that are other people's, but I knew how to get bank money. And that's what I did. So, um, and that's what I've always done. You know, I've never started a business with my own money. Um, so it does take money to make money, but it doesn't always have to be yours, you know? So, and then, and also in some cases going, you know, uh, on a side tangent, you really don't need any money at all. Even if it's someone else's, there's, there's ways you can get things without even, even using money to, uh, purchase them. So, um, um, sometimes you could be trade or sometimes it could be actually be free, you know? So, um, in anyways, um, that, that's besides the point, but the great thing is I was able to successfully use a lot of debt and pay it off and actually walk away with, uh, enough money to kind of keep me moving, keep me forward, keep it going forward. Right. Um, so, so I, I, 
I kind of proved that to myself. I've never done that before. That's actually my first time doing that in terms of uh, being successful because last year I did have a bankruptcy um, um, because I was using debt to grow a business, but I was doing it incorrectly. Um, one of the way I did it incorrectly was in, in, in that business that I had to file bankruptcy because of, uh, I was using debt to operate. Like I was borrowing money to operate, you know, um, and that's, uh, you know, it, it, I was using debt to operate in hopes that, you know, sales would grow and profits will come in, which is a stupid idea, dangerous idea, and something that, you know, doesn't matter where you are in business, it, it, it a lot of cases, it's not going to make sense to use debt to operate, right? And what I like about the reselling business is I can use debt to buy assets, the assets being the inventory. And um, the thing is with debt, you have to be very, very, very uh, confident and um, has to be a very high level of certainty that you can move those products because, you know, those, uh, those payments do. Are, are, you know, those payments do come due and there could be interest. Um, and, and let me also say that the cards that I did uh, get, the one that was for 19500 there it was 0% for nine months. Um, that actually ended back in, like right when I paid it off, maybe in May or, yeah, I think the last, yeah, June. June was like the last statement date where it would be no interest. So I paid it off, hadn't paid it, haven't paid a single dime in interest. The other card I got maybe back in, uh, maybe I want to say February or March, 8,500, that's 0% interest for um, 18 months. I think it's 18 months. So I'm not, you know, tripping off that. But, um, but yeah, so what I like about the reselling or, you know, businesses, you can buy inventory. You can buy things that you know you can get money for. So instead of buying, using debt to pay for operating uh, operating costs, using debt to buy assets that will turn into actual cash um and if you do your homework do your research you want to, you preferably want to buy things that will bring in cash immediately you know within the next month um so that's how i've been doing it and um and that's how a lot of people a lot of bigger businesses do it they they you know they don't use their own cash um to buy these things they use debt they leverage it um so i mean once I got confident in the inventory, um, I was like, okay, well, hey, 8,500 right here. Bam, let's do it, you know? Um, so anyways, um, <clears throat> so uh, let's see. What was, what was the last thing I wanted to say about that, though? I wanted to say that, yes, yes, that was my first time actually successfully doing that, using debt to, using debt and then bringing it, um, and then bringing, um bringing the money back and then also having some money left over. You know what I mean? So um, that was my first time successfully doing it. I've used debt in the past and had to pay it off myself, uh, use debt to do business and had to pay it off myself. You know, I've done that. Um, a year before I went bankrupt, I didn't even, I didn't, no one, you know, I haven't really talked, I haven't talked about this ever uh, publicly, but a year, maybe, what was it? maybe three years before I, before I started that business where that, that led me to bankruptcy before I started that business, I went into uh commercial real estate and, you know, I just hated my job so much. I wanted to get out, 
but it was my job that I got after college. Um, had that for six for about 16 months or 13, 16 months. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna get into commercial real estate. The thing is, you know, commercial real estate, you need to be full-time. You cannot be part-time doing commercial real estate. So I borrowed a bunch of money. I, you, you know, I, I borrowed a ton of money, used a ton of different credit cards, got maybe two or three different loans. I did it very risky, like, you know, and then I would say, I'm gonna live off this. And then, you know, after a year, I should be making money and I'll pay it off. You know, I think I, think I, bar- I, think I accumulated like maybe, 20 or 30,000 um, in debt, uh, loans, and, and credit cards total. Um, uh, but what happened was after four months, I said, fuck this. I'm not making money. I have, I've, I've been using this borrowed money, and it's, it's not gonna, it's, it's, this is not going to work. You know, I, I knew it. So I had to get out and then get a job, and then I was able to, and like I said, I got credit cards and loans. So I was able to, the credit cards I didn't use, I used the loan money, obviously, uh, to, 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 to live off of. And then, um, I, when I got a job, um, I paid off the loans. I was able to pay them off, you know? So, you know, I, I, I and then, you know, I just paid them off. So the, you pay the loans off. I closed all the credit cards and I was back to where I was before in terms of, uh, credit, um, in terms of my credit standing. So, so, uh, that, that so now is the only time that I, I've actually successfully used debt, you know? So, uh, and now, you know, I have more confidence, I have a bigger capability. Um, and it's all about, you know, having inventory that, you know, that will sell. I'm not, I don't use, I'm not using it to buy inventory that's like uh, retail arbitrage at a large scale. When I was doing retail arbitrage, I did borrow, you know, I used my credit cards, but it wasn't a lot. I didn't like, you know, when I was doing retail arbitrage, there wasn't a lot like, you know, you know you know, I, I wasn't spending two or three grand. I probably spent like a thousand dollars on my credit card at a time um, when I first did RA. Uh, oh no, actually, getting my getting my story mixed up a little bit. So no, when I started RA last year, because I started RA, RA twice. So last year when I started RA, when I lost my job, I was using the money that I had that was from you know. Um, that was left over, you know, because I had borrowed it at a previous time. I had borrowed it, so I had money um, to to spend on the business. Um, and actually, I'm actually going to get into this what I'm what I'm saying right now. I want to get into that on the next episode. I have plans to get into it next episode. But anyways, I had I had actual uh, money that came from a loan um, um, earlier back, and. Uh, and then my thought process was I wouldn't use a credit card. I wouldn't use more than a thousand. Not that I actually did that. So I wouldn't use like crazy credit cards for RA. Now the year before that, when I started RA for the first time, I, I did use a credit card and it, 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 it didn't go that great. But I'm going to get into that on the anniversary podcast. So, so you know, bookmark this, right? Um, but anyway, so successfully, it's my first time doing this. Successfully using debt to grow a business. Um, so yeah, so now I don't have any problems with it. I, I, and the thing, great thing about wholesale is the, you, you can find, you, you can find inventory that's, you know, stable, you know, it's all about stable inventory. You don't want to buy things that you don't think you can sell or you're going to have problems with, because if you do, you know, you're borrowing money and then you, you're not going to be able to pay it back. So that's a big, big deal. Um, 
All right, so let's go, let's go back to June in terms of my activities. My number one activity was sourcing for um, new accounts. Yeah, new accounts, right? Because in wholesale, that's the name of the game. You want, uh, you need accounts. And you need accounts that have very good inventory. So accounts are... Um, um, like wholesale accounts, you know, where you have the, you become a re, uh, authorized distributor, an authorized reseller, an authorized dealer, all of those mean the same thing, um, of that company's products. So very different from retail arbitrage. Retail arbitrage, you are not a authorized reseller of anything you sell, you know, because you're, you, you, you're not, you know. Um, but when you contact a brand or uh, when you contact a brand, because there's two ways to get products wholesale, you can, you know, or, or a few ways actually, but the main two ways are you can go through a uh, distributor or you can go to the brand directly. The distributor, you know, uh, uh, sells to uh, retailers. So they are authorized resellers, but there is a certain layer. There's a certain layer in between you and the brand. So the, the diff, one of the, the, the major differences that, uh, Amazon sellers or uh, the Amazon sellers need to pay attention to is because if, if you do get your products from a distributor, the brand can still um, file claims against you for not for not being authorized. And uh, on Amazon, you know, the Amazon world is different from the real world. So on Amazon, even though you technically are an authorized reseller on Amazon, they can kick you off and you can have problems, you know. Possibly. It's a, it's a potential possibility. It's not like, you know, that's going to happen to you, but it's a potential possibility. But when you're working with the brand, um, you, you know, they can't, you know, I mean, they, they can, they can, you know, um, uh, report to Amazon that you are not an authorized reseller, but you have your invoices, you know, coming from directly from the brand. So there's some, there's some recourse if that ever does happen. There's a, there's a higher, uh, level of confidence that you can come back from that. Um, it doesn't happen happen often, but it it can happen. Um, but that's that was my main activity is sourcing for new for new accounts, um, contacting a lot of um, um, a lot of. Actually, I can I can probably write I can probably pull it up. Let me see, because I put them in a I put them in a spreadsheet. When I find a you know, I have a I have a certain method that I do to uh, find wholesale accounts, very similar to the method that I was using previously. Because what had happened was when I got those two deals, um, I that's what I was doing. I was sourcing, and while I was sourcing, I came across these things, right? So the closeout that actually came from me doing retail arbitrage, but the other products where I got the um, where I got the cease and desist letter. Those products that came from me doing my normal sourcing, searching for products kind of kind of activity. Um, so I have a certain method that I do it, and what I've realized is the the, the it's getting better. My method is getting better in terms of finding uh, uh, brands and, and and products to um, sell and, and get wholesale accounts. Uh, let's see, I'm gonna pull it up because I put them in a spreadsheet, and then I, I I tell them, and in my spreadsheet, I you know I I you know I write down different columns and rows and stuff like that. But I also have like, um, if I get approved or denied or all this kind of stuff. So, um, let's see, I have a total. I reached out to, let's see, 
So in June, um, 629, 98, 97. So, so I, I, I reached out to, damn, I, I, I didn't even know I did this many, but I reached out to 90, let's see. So some of these, yeah. Some of these are blank. Let's just say, let's just say 80. I think it's 90, but let's just say 80. I have to actually go through. Cause some of the, like I have a, I have a column um, for the date that I applied. And some of them I couldn't, I couldn't apply uh, right away. I had to do some other stuff in order to apply. And then I just kind of just skipped it and went to the next thing. So some of our, so basically some of those, some of those rows are blank, right? So um, I would say, I would say about 10 of these are, hmm, I think 10, but I'm going to be conservative. Let's, say, let's just say eight, let's say, let's say 20 are blank, but I think it's honestly like 10 or 15. So I reached out to about 80 different uh, companies and um, all of them are brands. Um, and, and I reached out to them to see if I can get a wholesale account to buy their products. Um, what I don't have a count of, I have them highlighted, but I don't have an actual count of how many I got approved by. So I got approved by quite a bit. Um, I got approved by quite a bit. And yeah, I got approved by quite a bit. I don't know how many, but I would say, you know, my per, my percentage is probably maybe about maybe 20 to 25% of them I got approved by. Um, but the, the, the problem, the problem that I was having is some of the, when, you know, you get approved and then you go into their products, I was trying to find what sells on Amazon. So on the surface, I have like a criteria, like on the surface, I'll, I'll look at certain products on the surface. And then if certain things look good, if certain, if they pass a certain criteria, I'll reach out to them. Um, and then if I get approved, then I go back in and then I start looking at their prices and see if I can actually make money. And you run into different situations. Um, some of the different situations that I've been running into are um, a lot of the, 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 the best sellers are out of stock. Um, a lot of the companies on their website, they don't have the, they don't have the infrastructure on their website to tell you if they are out of stock or not. So if you place an order and the stuff is not in stock, you get what's called a back order. And my only problem with back orders is I don't, um, I don't like keeping track of too much shit, <laughs> you know, cause, cause I had that problem when I was selling the pet products, um, was I was getting a lot of back orders, you know, and it's a lot of tracking, Right. Because you're like, oh, OK, so 10 of these items, they're back ordered and then they ship they, they ship them whenever they want. You know, whenever they become available, they just ship it to you. They, you know, they ship it to you. They charge you for the shipping. And, you know, if you're not checking your emails. So, it's, it, you know, I, I get the notifications like uh, in my email that maybe something's on the way through UPS or FedEx or something like that. But it's just hard. It's just it's just more it's just more difficult to track. I, I just don't like all of that commotion, you know, I'm trying to keep it simple. Um, so, so I, 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 
so what happened is I would spend a lot of time, you know, putting things in my cart. And then after realizing that, okay, some of these companies, they don't have the infrastructure on their website to tell me if they're out of stock or not, out of stock or not I have to call them, you know. So I'll spend all night, you know, going through stuff and putting the best stuff in my cart. And then I'll call them and they say, yep, yep, that, that, that's out of stock, that's out of stock, that's out of stock. So my whole cart was out of stock. And I spent like five hours trying to, um, you know, put, put things in my cart that would benefit, you know, benefit me. I make, make money on. So I ran into that quite a bit. Um, um, what else? And then the other thing I would run into, I would run into putting things in my cart, placing the order, and then getting a call saying, hey, you know, you're trying to sell these on Amazon? And I say, yes. You always want to say yes. If they ask you if you are, if you want, if you're going to be selling on Amazon, you say, hell yes. You don't just say yes, you say, hell yes. Okay. You don't want problems. It's not worth it. A lot of people believe that there's some tricky way of answering that or you shouldn't tell them. Like that's I, – I, I've been through that mental process before, and I've done that. You don't really sleep well at night because your inventory – like I said, I'm using debt, right? I'm using debt to buy inventory. So you got to be a lot more secure in the dealings that you have. So you don't really sleep at night because, you know, if you're selling on Amazon and they told you you can't sell on Amazon and you have and you try to craft it to where they don't think you're selling on Amazon, they'll kick you off the damn listing and then they'll ban you. And then you have, you know, 20 different SKUs with 20 different unit, units of each one. You get kicked off. And then what are you going to do with that product? You can sell it. eBay, McCart. You're not going to make a lot of money and it's going to take a ton of time. It's just a headache. It's always good to have them that they know that you sell on Amazon because if they do, you won't have any problems. You know, it's just like it's, this this business should not be problematic, right? This is we're not in a a Jedi mind Jedi mind game playing business. No, it's really simple. You know, you build relationships. They know what you're doing. You know what they're doing, and then bam, you know, keep it moving. But anyways, so that was one of the situations. Was like, okay, you can't sell on Amazon. Okay, um, what else? And the most common situation is um, you go in, you know, you get the account uh, after you, after getting approved, you go into the, you know, their products and you start seeing that, yo, like there's too many damn sellers on the listings and they're taking the prices like, you know, you're making 30 cents a unit or a dollar a unit. It's like it's not worth it. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's not worth it. It becomes basically not worth it, right? So they don't have a um, minimum advertised price, right? So they're just, the companies are just selling to you and then you sell them at whatever price you want to sell them at. That's a problem. Um, so that, that, that can be a problem, you know, for a lot of situations. Some situations, if you're able to, um, you know, buy all the stock of something, right? So let's say a company has a very hot product and you just happen to be able to log in to your account, on their website, your wholesale account on their website, and you just happen—it just happened to be a day where they got a fresh batch of whatever, and you buy it all, right? So that that basically you, you keep it, you 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 have control of the uh, supply chain in that sense, so you can actually sell it for you know for a nice decent profit and sell a lot of it until they get the next batch and other sellers can buy it. That's a lot more work, right? So you have to really. Um, you know, be in contact with the brand and see when they're getting new stuff and and how much how many units they're going to be. It's a lot more work, right? It's more work than I'm able or willing to put in right now because I want to be able to just buy something, it sells. Buy something, it sells. Buy something, it sells. Um, 
so so that was one of that, that that's most of the time like you, you you get these wholesale accounts they don't have minimum advertised pricing um in minimum advertised pricing is uh, where they tell you you cannot go below this price okay um and then they in, in the, the good companies they they monitor that right they monitor it and if you're going below they encourage all of the sellers to snitch on each other Right. So if they, they tell us like, you know, they'll, if they have minimum advertised pricing, they'll you know, they'll tell you, like, if you see another seller dipping their prices, tell us who it is and we'll cut them off. Right. So that is the only problem that, that that is, that would be the only situation, you know, probably be the only situation. That I don't have a problem snitching. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you fucking up the money for everybody, you know, by lowering your price and there's a minimum advertised price. So if you gonna fuck up the money, your ass got to go. You know, so but so anyways, um, so that's most of the time where you, there's no minimum advertised pricing. That's most of the time. You got to get a little creative in terms of your strategy. It doesn't mean you can't make money, but you got to you got to take your your mindset to the to a different level or to a different area of how to sell. Right. But that's not really that's not what I want to do most of the time. I don't want most of my inventory to be volatile like that where the prices are just moving like crazy where people aren't making money now if the prices are moving and now here's the thing so there's a relationship there's a relationship between the number of sellers uh on the listing and your profit right so the fewer sellers uh the fewer the sellers the prices aren't gonna they're gonna go up and down but you can you know you can you can you can feel a little more confident that um that at some point, you know, they're going to come up and your price, your, yours is going to get sold at the price that you like. So you have like a range that you're okay with. So this is my range of rate of return that I'm okay with. And if you set your uh, uh, repricer, your, you know, if you, if you put your products in a repricer to go within that range, then, you, you know, you're fine. You know, because some companies, they don't have minimum advertised pricing, but they only allow few um, online retailers to be able to buy their products. That's, that's not a bad situation. I'm okay with that. But most of the time, most of the time, they don't have, uh, they don't have that. Okay. Um, so in, in, uh, so that, that's pretty much what I was doing. I was going through all these accounts. I, I spent godly amounts of hours cause it takes time. I do it manually. There are tools out there that can help you do it faster. I've done those tools. I don't really like them. I, I don't really like them. Um, I like doing it manually because there are things that I see, there's things that I see that the computer or any, you know, um, automated, um, tool that does automated stuff, they just don't see. It does take longer to see them, right? Because it's not like, oh, every time you go in, you're going to see something interesting and look at it and, and see if there's a potential opportunity. But that's how I found, you know, my big opportunities, like in the pet, the pet products where I got the cease and desist letter. I saw that because I was manually doing shit. Um, so it does, the, the only the downfall is it takes a ton of time, right? I don't have a job. I don't, you know, I don't work a job. So um, I, I'm able to spend all of my time, right? So I'm able to do in one month what it'll probably take someone, um, four, four months to do or five months. Um, but that, that's not a hundred percent true because if you're really going hard, you're going to do what I did in one month. Probably if you have a job, full-time job, you could probably do it in about, uh, maybe two and a half months or a month, uh, or two months rather. So, um, but, but on average, you know, it's going to take a little more time for the average person who's working a nine to five job because 
it just you run into a, a ton of dead ends. You like there's, a, there's just a ton of dead ends, you know, uh, because you get it, you get denied. You, there's paperwork you got to fill out. That take all that stuff takes time, you know. There's paperwork you got to fill out and send in, and and um, um, you know, you got to wait a couple of days sometimes, and it's it's just uh, it is time consuming, very time consuming. Um, and then, and I think what I'm what I'm Think what I'm thinking of how to maybe help my efficiency or my speed is another reason why I don't have a tool as well is because I don't really have a process. It's 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 not that straightforward. Like I I can't like I can't say okay I do this this and this. Now there are some main things that I do, but within that there are just I I just I don't know. It's just something that I can only do. Like I can't outsource the sourcing because I do it a certain way you know and I think if I the more I do it I'll probably hone into a process right a process a system where I can maybe outsource uh outsource it but at the end of the day even if I outsource it there I'm still going to always be able to do it better because my mind goes in certain directions that you just can't really put into a process you know, um, but maybe the more I do it, I'll be able to write it out and say, okay, this is what I do. One, two, three, four, five, six. These are the bullet points or the steps that I do, and and it and it uh, and it ends in consistent results. But um, you know, it's too early. You're, you know, I'm still learning. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm still trying to figure it out. So, anyways, um, so so I've been doing that most of June. Okay. Now there are some, uh, I did end up making, um, a few purchases. Um, I end up, I did end up making a few purchases. Um, yeah. So, 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 so yeah, I, you know, I, I landed this really good account. Like it's, amazing and it's the it's it's my main source right now my main source of revenue right now um so i found in in, in what i also did was i also started going back um i, I go i started going back to because I, I was i was trying to do wholesale back in october you know um i was going applying for a lot of accounts and uh and doing all of this stuff and most of the time I was getting uh, d denied and and some of the time I would get approved, but I don't know what happened. I, I don't remember remember what happened. Like the products were those those pitfalls or those block those roadblocks that I've been hitting. I've been I, I, I've been hitting them. Right. And then whatever. I moved on. Right. So what I've been doing was I've actually been going back. I've been going back to the accounts that I've gotten approved by. Right. To see if uh, maybe something's changed or you know, yeah, to see if something's changed. And a lot of times something did, you know? So I would go back to those accounts and um, um, some of the roadblocks I I uh, ran into again. Like I, I was approved, like for example, I was approved for one account and I went back, put some stuff in my cart. They called me and said they don't, they don't allow, they kicked off the Amazon sellers back in January. All right. So um, things changed. Okay. Um, and then one account that I went to, the account that I'm telling you that is a really good account for me, that's going to, you know, 
that's going to really grow the business by a, a ton is for some reason I don't know I don't know what happened when I first went in because I never bought from them before. Okay, so when I first went in, um, God knows what happened. I don't know. I got busy, sidetracked, or whatever. But um, and also another thing too, back then I was a lot less experienced. I didn't really know what I was looking at. I didn't really you know I didn't really understand what I was looking at. Um, so I was a lot less experienced. It was probably I just didn't see it. You know, didn't didn't see certain things. So I go back to this account and I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, oh my God, like there's, you know, there's a few sellers. They're all, they're all the same price. They're not jumping up in prices and they have uh, thousands and thousands and they have thousands of products, right? That sell phenomenally, you know, like, like the consistent sellers all year. So they're evergreen, not seasonal, just consistent all year selling products you know um and, and, and i real and i realized i didn't realize it then but now i realize this is this is a fairly big company you know but anyways they have a ton of good stuff ton of good selling stuff the listings look great pictures look great descriptions are great i mean all the things pretty much that you can ask for or that you want done to a product listing has been done already um and they have very relevant, high-ranking, um, uh, seasoned, long-lasting, evergreen products, thousands of them. And, you know, and they're selling at like between four, uh, between, uh, what, between 25 and 50% uh, return on investment, okay? Um, so... I'm going through the products, going through the prices. Like these prices are freaking amazing because they they sell for four times, three times more than you know what they're going for. There's three or four sellers, sometimes one, sometimes two, on some of the listings, and they're all at the same price. Like just no no uh, no price tanking, none of that, none of it. And I look through the history on Keepa, and the price hasn't changed for the last year. You know, I'm like, wait a minute, this this is insane right here, and I already have the account. Okay, so um, what did I do first? I think I just started loading my card up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Loading my card up when I logged in on the, on the website, on, the whole, on my wholesale. And then I ran into a situation. I don't know what happened, but I had to call them. And um, I, oh, yeah, this is what happened. I tried to make my purchase, and I, and I loaded up the cart, made, made the purchase. It was about $7,000. Um, all in total that that I that I put up, put in my cart, and the um the, it was like seven thousand dollars. The all of that would have resulted in about fifteen thousand dollars in sales, if I'm remembering right. Fifteen thousand dollars in sales and about um twenty two hundred in profit. Okay, so in 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 this is the way I. The way I do that is I, I use Inventory Lab. When I when I when I add stuff to cart, I use Inventory Lab. I put it in my Inventory Lab, and it tells me, you know, what the profit, uh, the, the what the total sales volume would be, what the profit would be at the end. So everything in my cart is on my Inventory Lab, and that's how I do. It. I do it at the same time, anyways. But that's that. I'm trying to remember what it it, it uh, I'm trying to remember what it said. Actually, let me see. I could probably go back to it. Um, listing close batches. Remember what it what it said. Um, so I go to 
Okay, so I found it. All right, so my cart was 6,500. Total sales value, 15248 So that's the anticipated sales for all of it. And total net profit was 2800 um and 48.3 skews total items 772 um yeah yeah so yeah so anyways <clears throat> yeah so that, so so when i when i did that the the first problem that i ran into it was my first purchase order um and then i couldn't put in my uh my card information my card information to pay for it and um i didn't know why so the next day i had to call them and they said oh yeah you know it's the first time ordering for some reason you're not it doesn't show that you're approved for a wholesale account i said well you know i'm not you know i'm not sure why that's so it's just because I'm, I'm able to see the wholesale prices and then the lady just you know put the, put it in there she just said okay i'm gonna just change the code and do this whatever and she did it put the order in um and then I put the order in and I was able to put the purchase order in. Um, and then what had happened was uh, nothing happened. Yeah. So I put my card information and nothing happened. And out of nowhere, I got a call from a sales rep uh, saying that, hey, you know, I, I um, hey, you know, I, you know, she was nice. She's really nice. I, I um, we kind of been building a relationship. Um, building a relationship with each other since then and, um, and I'm actually going to meet up with her at the uh, Las Vegas market uh, at the end of July um, she's going to show me her new stuff at the, at, the, at the company but anyways so she was like yeah you know I wish I was able to I wish I wish I you know you wish, I wish I knew you know because if you went through me you, there wouldn't be any problems and then she said hey you know I have to like I have to like write up this letter and send it to the CEO because she was saying like you know for internet internet orders uh, because I don't have a brick and mortar store for 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 orders that are online um, that are made on the website and that at that dollar volume, it kind of like, you know, it, it goes through this red flag process, you know, like it's a possible red flag or, you know, what is this, you know? And then she was saying like, hey, you know, do you have a brick and mortar? I said, no, I don't have a store front, a physical storefront. And she said, okay, well, I'm gonna try to get this going and get this order going for you, going through for you. You know, I was like, okay, cool. You know, so I, I didn't hear from her for a couple of days. And the whole time I was thinking like, damn, I need to buy a brick and mortar. I need to, I need to rent like some office, uh, some, uh, some space, like a, a physical uh, commercial space, you know, and, and, and build a, build like a storefront, you know, just, just something to, you know, something that I can show, um, I can show these wholesalers, these really good wholesalers that, you know, I do have a physical storefront, you know, so I'm like, you know, looking at commercial real estate, uh, uh, looking at leasing a, a small space, all these different things, because the potential is huge. Like I just told you, you know, like on $6,000, I could have potentially make on that if everything goes well, prices stay the same, I can make uh, about almost three grand, you know, um, um, almost three thousand dollars net right um so i'm like i mean i can spend twenty thousand you know or even 30 i'll raise more money if i have to right so um so i'm like man this this, this is if, if 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 i get a storefront you know everything be all good you know my the whole my whole business will change forever <laughs> you know within this next month so, you know, I'm looking around and, you know, calling different people and not really getting any, any anywhere. And, and, and then, I, then I thought to myself, like, 
okay, let me just slow it down. You know what I'm saying? Let me slow it down. If it's meant to happen, it's going to happen. Um, but at the same time, I just, I just, now that I know, you know, um, it kind of just puts a different arsenal. Uh, I have a different, I have a different, you know, um, I have a different idea in my toolbox, right. That I can go after. Right. And then I hear from her. She's like, yeah, I'm still trying to get it to go through. I had to, you know, you know, do jump through these hoops or whatever. Um, and all because I was, I was basically a random guy, you know, pretty much because, I've never ordered from them before. I had the account for like eight months. There's a random guy buying all their stuff, $6,000 worth, worth of stuff on the website, right? Um, so it just seemed like a red flag. It just, it just came up red flags, right? So <clears throat> then I get a call. She says, and then, and then I, then I, uh, I, I don't know, maybe a week later, or two, a week and a half later, I, I email her and say, hey, you know, I just want to know if there's any updates. Are you able to, you know, still get it through? She's like, yeah, it's shipping. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's shipped today. You know, the, the, you know, the day that I emailed her, I'm like, oh, my goodness. So um, so now I got all their part in. It's it's easy. Packing and prepping is easy. Most of their stuff is already in boxes. Uh, like, you know, the products are like already in, in little mini boxes. They're separated. I don't have to like I don't have to do much work in terms of prepping. Um, it's just basically counting it. And some of the items like they came in like a like two pack, like um. Like some like there was a few, not not too many SKUs, maybe like two or three SKUs that I had to separate outside of the box. Like it'd be two and one it'd be two of the items in one box, but they sell individually. So I had to like, you know, prep them, you know, and get them separated. But luckily I didn't order too many of those, you know. I I happened to order uh, a lot of other stuff. So um so it didn't take me that much time. So it was very easy to pack and pack and prep, send to Amazon, you know, I have it all in the all in all in the uh, warehouse right now, and they're still counting some of it, but most of it is uh, at the warehouse. Been selling, um, it's been selling, and, and it's just this is great. I don't have to, I don't have to like think about it anymore. I just need to think about okay, make sure my inventory is there. Like there's some inventory, like I got to call Amazon because for some reason they're saying I don't have approval to sell uh, this this one SKU that I bought. I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't make sense because I'm approved. You know, I'm, I've, I've already went through that process to get approved to sell this brand. Um, and then when I click on the product, like it's little small problems like that, you know, like and they're, they're holding like 15 units of this SKU. I'm like, you know, and I haven't gotten a chance to, call, I have gotten a chance, but I haven't done it. But I'm going to call them today and like, hey, you know, you guys need to put that back in available, you need to put that in availability because I, it, it shows I'm approved to sell this product. But um, but yeah, little stuff like that, you know, I, I, that's why I need to monitor and make sure, you know, everything is where it's supposed to be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and yeah, I'm doing, you know, doing pretty well with that right now. But the, now here's here's the here's the thing that, like I said, the reason why I got into starting back from the bottom to begin with is because I was relying on one or two sources. So I had to keep going. Right. Even though I can really like dig in and go crazy um buying more of their products i just want to keep it i want to keep it how it is i don't want to like you know i don't want to you know drop twenty thousand dollars and and these weird red flags right so and not only that with the company I just want to just keep it just build it slowly right so let me just consistently buy stuff you know six grand seven grand maybe ten grand um a month in purchases and um and keep it that way and and then constantly building more um building more relationships like that where I have products like that 
because I don't want it because something can, something can happen with them. They could say, I don't want me selling anymore. You know what I'm saying? And then I'll be back to where I was to begin with. So I got to keep going. So that's what I did. That's what I've done. And um, uh, let's see. So I have um, quite a few. I actually, I have more, the, my, my, the last maybe 10, 10 accounts that I've opened up, wholesale accounts I opened up, are looking pretty promising. You know, they're looking promising. And I haven't really got a chance to dig deep through all of them yet. I mean, um, um, I actually have more, uh, more good accounts than I have time right now. Um, and I just signed a, a minimum advertised pricing contract with another company that I think I could do really well with. So they have a minimum, minimum advertised price for their products. Uh, they're the largest manufacturer of product of, of this niches products. They're the largest manufacturer in the country. They have tons of products. So there's a ton of things I can do. Got to get a little bit creative because um, they figured it out. They actually figured it out where they can control the supply in a way where, okay, what people, you know, you know, they're controlling, you know, the supply in terms of uh, not putting too much inventory out out there, right? It's, it's totally different from, this is a different company I'm talking about now. It's totally different from anything I came across. Um, and I, I almost passed up these guys, you know, because I kept trying, they, they kept, we kept trying to, we kept trying to go back, uh, we kept trying to talk to each other or, you know, talk to each other over the phone and uh, the, 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 the manager over there or whatever. And it just kept, we kept, we kept missing each other. And I was like, ah, whatever. I got to, I got a lot going on, but some told me like, okay, no, get in contact with those people. And then come to find out they have a minimum advertised pricing contract. They're, they're fine with having Amazon sellers. They'll kick your ass off. If you start lowering your prices, they, they figured it out, right? They didn't, they're doing what a lot of companies have not figured out yet in terms of controlling their online presence, uh, with selling with online retailers. So I, I, I haven't really got a, a big chance to um uh spend a lot of time um going through their stuff and seeing what i could do there um but there's a lot of potential there though there's a lot of potential it's it's diff their product is uh, is in this particular niche and they also have like a lot of sub niches that they're uh that they have products with and it's different so i have to figure i have to figure a little it's gonna take me a little bit more time to kind of find my how i'm gonna um um, how I'm going to use that account, you know, to find a way how I'm going to use it. That's a little bit different from other people because they have, they had, they, they do have a lot of online sellers, um, but they have a lot of product, like thousands, right? So to choose from, so it's, it's you just got to get a little creative. I'm not, I don't know, bundling or something, but I have to figure out, figure it out, and I haven't spent too much time on that. Um, and, um, I'm signing contracts, min, uh, minimum advertise, they're called map. I'm just calling map contracts with another company. I haven't signed that. I'm going to do that today. And I'm, things are getting a little bit better because you, you, you gotta find a way that's a little bit different or take advantage of a little loophole or, or you just got to do it a little differently sometimes with these companies in terms of their products in terms if there's like other sellers like you know what i mean like if there's other competition out there you know um in 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 it's manual work you know and it takes a lot of time uh i didn't you know i i spend most of my time doing that going through products looking at what's there validating certain things um so yeah so i i got a few in the pipeline right that are looking pretty good and 
that's where I'm at at this very moment is going through all that stuff and um, trying to get the good stuff out. Um, yeah, so so the at first I was thinking like, man, I need to hurry up and buy stuff. I need to hurry up and buy stuff because I, I have, you know, because of my the deals that I've made in the past, you know, the past couple of, past previous, you know, three, four months or whatever. I have a nice um, cushion, right? Nice cushion that can sustain me for a little bit. Oh, and plus, and plus, next month, uh, August, I don't have to pay rent um, because I paid a double security deposit when I when I got in my place uh, back in February. So, in the seventh month, um, I don't have to pay rent. So that helps a lot. Helps out a lot. So I don't have to pay rent next month. So that's pretty good. Um, now. What I was thinking before was I need to like hurry up and buy stuff. I need to hurry, rush, rush, rush. I was rushing, 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 trying to like go through all these accounts, trying to just buy whatever, not buy whatever, but loosen up my criteria a little bit so I can get some stuff moving because I had like cash. I had like, you know, I had cash and and also had, you know, 30,000, 30, uh, so the 19 plus 85 is uh, 27,005. So 27,005 in available credit that I can use to you know blow shit up right so um that would you know that would bring a lot of money in right but the problem is like there's just there's just too many possible downturns and and uh it's it's it, it just i don't know i i'm i'm finally okay with like going a little bit slower right so i now i got the 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 the, the big account where i got you know got money coming in because I, you know, I spent those six thousand dollars with them, and I'll spend another. I'll spend more money with them consistently. So that's my little base, right? Um, so just let me. I want to slow down because there's opportunities that I'm that I'm seeing. It just takes a little time, you know. I I, I want to make sure I'm executing on really good opportunities. You know, I want to make sure I'm executing on you know really really good, not just volatile situations. I want to be in a stable situation where I can spend this, I make this, spend this, make this, spend this, make this. Like that's that's the whole goal. Um, so I kind of just been, um, my cash is starting to dry up a little bit, you know, or is, has been drying up because I haven't spent you know a lot on product and inventory that's going to bring something in, but that's actually fine. You know, that's actually a a, a great thing. That is a great thing that I even have you know, um, profits to, to live on, you know what I'm saying? So the profits, they're not like, I'm not, you know, these are profits, you know what I'm saying? I'm not living off of, you know, what I, what I should be, uh, now nah, I'm not living off the money that I spent on inventory, you know? So, um, so, and not only that, I actually have, uh, I have, I have inventory. So what I did was, and here's what's another, I didn't, I didn't really get to this when I was talking about paying off the uh, credit cards that I had paid off. So not only was I able to pay off the credit cards, I still have like the inventory. There's, I still have inventory that I haven't sold yet, right? That I paid, I paid using the credit cards. I paid for using the credit cards, you know, months ago, but I haven't sold it yet, you know. Um, so I was able to still pay off the 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 credit cards and still have money after, even though I didn't make money off all the inventory yet. So I still have inventory that I need to, you know, kind of put some put some energy into um um put some energy into uh selling you know um um so so that's another great thing too so um not only was i able to pay off the cards you know you paying off the cost of goods sold i'm just paying off the cost of all the goods that i bought during that time and have uh have money left over to kind of you know keep me keep me uh keep me going for a little bit um so 
so yeah, so I still have you know twenty uh, twenty seven thousand five hundred in available credit that I can you know get to. The eight thousand five hundred is interest free. I have to be a little bit more creative with the uh, with the nineteen thousand um, five uh, the nineteen thousand uh, credit line. Um, and then I'm also going to be raising more money um, at the end of this month. So I'm going to um, go for uh, I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to think if I should go for a uh, I'm going for a business. This is business credit. I'm trying to go for a business credit line or a business loan. Uh, but there's a few things. There's a few things I got to move around in order to make the uh, credit report look good. Um, so. Uh, um so yeah, so that's what I'm going for at the end of this month. And the reason why I'm doing that because uh, Q4 is coming and I have like Q4 is coming and I have, I'm trying to kill it in Q4, like kill, you know, I already know what I'm going to buy. So I'm not just out here trying to get money to just have it right. I, I have the deals. You get the deals first and then you get the money. You know, that's that's what I learned in real estate investing was if you have a deal, the, you'll find the money. But you first have to have a deal, right? So I already have the deals. I already know what I'm gonna buy. I have a I have, I have I have a ton. I, I won't I won't have enough money to buy. I probably would. I will not have enough money to buy all the things that I know are gonna kill. So uh, so I'm gonna be doing that soon because uh, I need to start making my key four purchases in September or uh, August if I can. But September. Uh, Q4 and Halloween, mostly Q4. Halloween, probably about 10% of uh, my purchases. But anyways, um, man, it's going to be a crazy Q4, crazy. So I'm getting ready for that. Um, but I got to move some money around and and because and, uh, I've, I've used my the, the, the 8,500 uh, credit line that I have at 0% for 18 months. I've used uh, that, that $6,000 purchase. Um, I use that. I use the credit card for that. Uh, and and that and that um, that balance is still on that card, so I haven't paid it off yet. I haven't got paid by Amazon yet to be able to pay it off. I haven't sold all the inventory, so obviously it will not be paid off. Um, so the inventory is still selling, but I do have cash that can take care of that. I have cash that I can take care of the, the paying that off, and then at the end of the month, um, it should report to the credit bureau at you know at zero. Um, at zero, uh, uh, zero. What am I trying to say? Um, the the debt to limit ratio will be at zero, obviously. Um, so so that's gonna you know make make the credit report look really amazing. That I jumped my wife's score to about seven fifty again, because it, it it dipped, you know, it dipped because of that. So because the uh, the the ratio was almost a hundred percent. So, um, so it did dip. I'm not going to apply for a credit line and with that credit, credit rating. But, um, so anyways, so I'm gonna do that and then, you know, keep it pushing. So, um, let me jump off of here. We're at, we're at an hour. Um, that's June. And, um, the next podcast, I want to do an anniversary podcast. Um, uh, not sure when that can get done. Just been really busy and also just been, uh, Oh man, just been very busy, and um, and you know sometimes like when I'm not very busy, I kind of like I uh, I take a break, you know, because I, I I work pretty much I work all night, pretty much, and I work during the day too, so I spend a lot of hours doing this stuff, um, 
And then like when when I when I'm not feeling well or you know like last night I had like a fucking killer headache you know and and this morning I had like a killer headache a little bit too. Uh, I just had to go to bed you know I had to go to bed. So um, anyways, yeah that's it you know. Um, until next time let's let's uh, you know keep hustling keep striving, uh, start your startup and stay up.